Many schools around the world, as you know, have shut down. So far, more than 620 schools have closed. A springtime high school tradition has been disrupted by the coronavirus. I am declaring an emergency closure of all schools. We're going to be putting a pressure on open new schools in the fall. In the past year, COVID-19 has changed the way the world runs. The global pandemic it provoked has changed every aspect of our lifestyles, from the way we interact socially to the way we entertain ourselves. For the younger generation, a significant part of that change is through the education system, which has, for the most part, transitioned towards an online format. Through interviews with multiple high school administrators, teachers, and students from various backgrounds all over the nation, we've spotlighted the voices of the backbone of education that aren't typically heard. From the struggles, experiences, and high points, we can get a glimpse into this unique, once-in-a-lifetime moment and the way they've persevered through. Here are our honored guests now. So my name is Jennifer Wilson, and I am an IB English teacher at Largo High School in Largo, Florida. My name is Alex Ramswick. I'm the high school principal here at Le Jardin Academy on Oahu. My name is Lucas Slippers. I'm a senior at Rolling Meadows High School. To adapt to the dynamic circumstances of schooling through the pandemic, many academic institutions have taken up a hybrid learning model. Not all share the same opinions about this decision, however. School Administrator Alex from Oahu, Hawaii, explains the hybrid model at their school. We give all of our students the option of in-person learning or distance learning. And we have about, in the high school right now, 20% of our students are distance learning, um, but they have the option to come in for our after-school activities and sports, but not to just sort of pick and choose which classes they came to in person. So they're sort of all in or, or not. For Jennifer, an Ivy English teacher in Florida, the hybrid instruction model is a necessary response to the current pandemic. Uh, um, well, I will say that I don't think our program could function without the hybrid model. I don't we don't we don't have enough time or in the schedule to not do that. But my opinion is it certainly has impacted the level of instruction. I mean, I think we're trying to deliver the same quality of instruction, but it's it's just not the same, you know, it's just yeah. to me, if we were sitting here in person, face to face, having an interview, there's a different dynamic at work, right? Just like in, in the classroom, whether you're a student or teacher, there's some, there's a, there's a more of a barrier. It's a workable solution, but it's not, uh, it's not the same. Lucas, a student from Illinois, explains the hybrid block schedule at his school. So at Meadows, we have the we have the block schedule, which stays the same. So we have gold days and purple days. And you have half your classes on gold days and half your classes on purple days. And basically what happens is the administration through our grading system, Infinite Campus, they block out two days for you to go. So you can go you go to school for two consecutive days. So you attend all eight classes and you're either in group one, group two or group three so that you can you can have like your full set of classes and it's like per week kind of on a two-week schedule rotation, essentially. Students and school administrators alike say they took the last day of school before lockdown for granted. Nonetheless, most remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, I can, I can remember it well. The very last day before we went to distance learning, we had very low attendance um, because schools all over the island had already shut down for distance learning. At the time, it seemed like, I think schools were saying, oh, a couple weeks and we'll be back. Just They, they were giving time. Over that weekend, I think our last day was a Wednesday, so we met on the Sunday before that for like eight hours talking about how to make that decision. And so in terms of how that day went, 
It was low attendance day. It sort of felt like before a hurricane comes to the island that everyone was sort of like shuttling around and there were sort of rumors, but people were in good spirits and it did seem like we'd, we'd be back in a matter of weeks. And I remember just sort of being done with the day and, and thinking, all right, we've got to open a whole new school now, a distance learning school. <laughs> Interestingly, both administrators and teachers from different schools in Hawaii and Florida respectively described the experience of the last day of school as similar to the day before a hurricane. Yeah, what's interesting about that, it was actually the day of the IV picnic. So this was March, obviously, and I think it was Friday the 13th as well, <laughs> which was great. I do remember coming back the, in the summer though, before we started this school year and seeing that the date on my board was still March 13th. That's all, that's basically what I remember, just being at the picnic and feeling a bit surreal, almost like it would be if we were preparing for a hurricane or something. The definition of a normal day has shifted under the current hybrid model. However, there is a stark contrast in the way students versus administrators spend their time. The school day is from 9.50 to 3.25, so it's significantly shorter. And also, we all have like this 30-minute independent breaks between certain classes. So after school right now, I do my linear coursework. I mean, I could do it in school, but I just choose not to. I'd rather do homework in school. So I do my linear coursework after school for maybe an hour, half, two hours. It covers everything. And also I don't really have homework. So it's like whatever I'm feeling really. And then I drive to Schaumburg and I have practice from seven to nine. I come home, I eat dinner, and then I have free time basically from roughly 10 o'clock till midnight, which I didn't have before. And then I go to bed and I start over. Schedules have changed for high school students, but administrators find that their everyday tasks are different too. So for me as, as principal, my day looks pretty similar to what it used to look like. In some respects, I'm, I spend my time dealing, I like to say, I sort of deal with people's emotions all day, whether it's students, parents, or, or teachers. So I'll spend some of my day, but not really much anymore, dealing with sort of like masking or physical distancing, just saying, oh, guys, you need to separate. It's been tricky for our high school students to remember to self-screen every day. So we sort of chase students down in the morning, asking them to self-screen. And then otherwise, I'm in personally in meetings, a lot of the time talking about making things better or talking to parents if there's challenges or students or teachers. I also teach a class right now, so my, my teaching I sort of described that it's, it's like teaching was before, but we have these kids at home to deal with as well. Not only are the logistics of learning through the pandemic a delicate situation, but also the communication between administrators, teachers, students, and parents. My feeling, you know, this is not based on <laughs> empirical research, but my feeling is that the district at large wants to keep things quiet so that when we do receive communication about a positive case on campus, for example, it typically comes at the end of the school day, well after the end of the school day. So there isn't a, you know, any uprising or something. In terms of processes, cleaning and so forth, I think we're doing the best we can, but you know, <laughs> I don't feel like my safety is guaranteed. Definitely not, no. When asked about one thing he would say to his pre-pandemic self, Alex responded, just that um, it, it's fine and I needed to get over more quickly than I did that planning months in advance isn't a possibility, that it's fine that things are only two or three weeks out. Like we can sort of plan, but really it's, it's okay to be comfortable with the fact that things, things are gonna keep changing more so than they used to. Even during a normal school year, students, teachers, and administrators spend their free time very differently. 
However, all could agree that the amount of free time they have, along with the way they spend it, has been drastically altered thanks to the ongoing pandemic. In my opinion, like with this method, maybe this is also because I kind of figured out what I was doing a little bit beforehand. I do have way more free time. Like today I was already charting out the next couple like weeks of like lectures and what I just need to cover through the textbook and the reading and on my own and whatever. I almost never have homework despite that there's a definitely there's definitely a significant uptake in the amount of homework the teachers are assigning. But if you use your time and what they give you, because they give you a lot of free time here, you can get everything done in no problem. I don't think I've had a single day of having homework after school for like any class, really. For every new assignment that students have to complete, a teacher has to create it. The change in free time for teachers, therefore, is in stark contrast to the change for students. Jennifer, how much time do you spend preparing for school outside of teaching classes? Oh, man. Uh, it's hours. It's the equivalent of working a second part-time job without being paid for one. I mean, teachers tend to do that anyway in different subject areas, probably more so, but this is definitely, I would say on any given week, 10 to 20 plus hours. I mean, I probably spend at least an hour every day answering emails, uploading things to the manage back calendar, setting up the Zoom meetings, finding submissions. I spent a good eight hours the other day just doing that the logistical requirements dictate many more hours. With all bad situations, there is always a silver lining that inspires hope. This pandemic is most definitely no exception. Uh, I'm super hopeful and optimistic. I, I think I'm going through all of this. I really saw how well our high school, how dedicated our high school teachers are, how resilient they are to change. Seeing our community rally and our, our school like support each other has been has been great. And so I, I wonder like there will likely be really interesting positive things that come out of this time. So all these young kids who have this kind of experience with Zoom and access to devices they wouldn't have had while there are obviously like potential downsides, there's also like wonderful things that are gonna come that we don't even know yet. COVID is definitely not a good thing. I'm not suggesting in any way that it is a good thing. However, some of the things that it has uncovered in terms of like the education system and what's valued is very significant. I would like to say that because people are starting to realize how much more free time like you have in this like type of learning environment. Like for me, it's swimming and like lifting and getting better for swimming, right? But for someone else, it could be you know, drawing or painting, whatever that you want to do, you have that ability. I was never a person to think about the future or really invest much thought in the future. Ironically, <laughs> during the pandemic, uh, I began thinking a lot about the future, but not in a anxiety inducing way. I had a, I had a moment where I realized, look, I can spend as much energy worrying about the future as I can envisioning a positive future, not just a personal future, but also a collective future. This current pandemic has changed how the American high school system operates on such a fundamental level. Every high school and every person involved has had their daily lives, free time, and school format altered in different ways. However, there exist many common threads tying everyone's experiences together ranging from the hybrid learning models to the surreal experience of the last day of school before lockdown struck. Though the pandemic's impact has been so negative, everyone can agree on one thing, there is hope in the future.